Alon Talk Radio. The Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him, nothing was made that was made. What can you do, Jesus? Let's go! Let you know 
that what's happening. He's from Uganda. I'm sorry, from Uganda. And then he's going to come in and he's going to share with us what's, what does says the Lord regarding his portion of the ministry. But last week, we had a great episode. And I, you know what? I pray that we were able to share that with you. And I'll let you listen to it live. Because I mistakenly lost that broadcast. And we had uh, ten different nations represented on our podcast. We had ten nations from Africa. And, and yet we, we were unable to share that broadcast with you. And I said, oh, man. You know, I, after all this time, I've been doing this for a number of years, and it's the first time I ever really lost a broadcast. And so we want to be very mindful that these things do happen. And and, and so what, what you do then, you just keep going with the program. That's ministry right there. That's ministry right there because sometimes in ministry we don't do things. You remember our Lord and Savior went to his, his own, and his own received him not. Remember our Lord and Savior was at his hometown in Jerusalem. Here's our, here's our first guest on this morning here. We're going to bring him in, and then we're going to just go from there. He's coming in here right now. Good morning there. You're on the net. I'm Minister Lewis. You're on free on the inside. Who am I speaking with? Yeah, this is um, um, uh, Pastor George West from Ghana. I got the children ministry. Good morning, Pastor. Well, good morning to me. Good afternoon to you. Thank you for calling in. Good morning. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Bless you. Now, Prophet John, now God bless you. You know, me and you have been communicating on the on the uh, on various uh, web apps, but you were sharing with me about your ministry. Please, let's continue that line of conversation so the whole world can know about what's going on in Uganda and through yeah, your yeah. ministry. Okay, bless you, bless you, God, bless you. Go right ahead and tell us about your uh, what's God is doing. At this day and time in the ministry. Yeah, uh, God has been so good to Agape Children Ministry. On the establishment of the ministry, up to the time, they have been so faithful to us and still keeping us in the 10 years of working with the children throughout about 20 years now. Yeah. Now, I see that you, these children, they are orphans, right? Yeah, we have some opening, we have some needed children, we have some uncompetent children, we have some giving all all kinds of children in the within the ministry. Yeah. Okay, then as, as Paul, you say you've been doing this for twenty years. Now on those on the kids now, what type of program have you had structured or what do you do to meet the those young men and women's needs? Yeah, our ministry have a purpose. We have a we have a belief, we have a history, and we have uh, our ministry, and we have our need, and we have the motto for the ministry. So, in this round, I just want to tell you that our, that our purpose of the ministry is to provide biblical truth to the kids, to the children that will lead them to salvation. It's number one point on our need, on our purpose, and we have to have to lead them to a growth in Christ likeness. And involvement in the local Bible believing church, and also to provide some quality Bible teaching that will give them Christian value. To provide some and quality Bible teaching that will give them Christian value to others, order to have a loving home, decent society, and God fearing government. The only I need, on our purpose, we have to provide adequate training to equip their children to. To engage in the work of evangelism. This is what we have on our purpose. Hello? Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Then on the on what we believe, we say we believe that the Bible is an authoritative and infallible word of God. That there is one God in eternity existing in TV pressing, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. That the only way to have new life in Christ. It's through the experience of salvation that the ministry is the living body of Christ, which is Christ is the head. Then we have our history. The history of Agape Church Ministry was launched as a non-denominational ministry under the tree at Area T. No, in the refugee camp, we have different, different areas. We have the Bazoom, 
So the zone that the minister of foreign homes was area C. Zone seven, we have a zone seven on the Liberian refugee camp, Ghana. We started on the 8th of July 2000, in the year 2000, up to this time. Preparation was funded by the president, which I'm speaking to you now, the front of the ministry on that time. And we have, then I will have the ministry, as I started with eight children, 11 children, the ministry of growing to have got in contact with all of the evangelist pastors to help with the work. So I called them over, and we start working alone. Start working alone. And after we have been working alone, we started. We decided to name the ministry. Gave a ministry name. There where agape agape means came from. And we looked in the Bible. We said, we say what? We let name it agape because we after God love, unconditional love. So we all found it necessary to carry that name of agape. So we say agape children ministry. That's the ministry of service, and we gave that name to the ministry. Or to the town, then you see Agape. Hello? Yes. Well, God bless yeah. you. Hey, I understand. Hey, uh, you know what? You're doing a great thing now. Now, exactly, yeah. are you in the city or are you in a rural area in Ghana? Yeah. We are in all of Accra. Yeah, all of Accra. All of the city. Yeah, all of the city. Okay, great, great. Now tell us now, if someone would like to support what you're doing, give us some contact numbers and information on how they can meet, help you meet the needs of our uh, brothers and sisters and our orphans. Okay, they, 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 they will have the contact number is plus one, plus two, three, three, plus two, three, three, plus two, three, two, four, six. 3330 Email.com. This is our email address. Hey, hey man, God bless. You. I'm not gonna hold you up because we realize this is a lot of this kind. But one of the one of the one of one of the greatest needs that you need uh, in towards your ministry. We know prayer prayer is what we always need. But what are some of the things that you that that your ministry is needing at this time? Okay, the need personally now is because after we teach the children every Sunday, we feed them. So we need a funding for feeding for the children. For feeding for the children, eh? and we need a system for the place to build a place because we need a we need a, a building for the, for the for the children because we are we are teaching them all on the tree. That way, sometimes when the rainfall cannot teach, it's an embarrassing situation to us. So we need a building, a suitable place where we will have a building where they will come and, and get adequate teaching from the word of God. Then we have we want we need a Clothing and shoes for the children also because the children were dealing with, they found themselves in a situation they don't have no wearing and no, no clothes or no, no shoes on their feet. So we, 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 yeah. we, 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 we need that assistance to clothing and shoes for the children. And we need computer program. That we are. We, this day now children are, are used a computer. So what we have a place that we teach them computer so they can know and get acquainted with, with the whole world. And we need transport for evangelism. Yeah, transport for evangelism. Well, we train them and carry them off for evangelism to win souls for, for Christ. And sporting material also. Hello? Yes. Well, God bless you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Again, God bless you. And we're going to post your information on our on, on our blog talk so people can reach out to you and just continue to okay. support you as you support the, in, uh, in the work of the ministry. And God bless you. And you're doing Amen. a great thing. Amen. And, and, and Amen. God definitely got his hands on you and the ministry and some young lives Amen. and some young heart is going to be touched by what you are doing. Pastor. Again, right. what's your Thank name so our listening audience can know who we're speaking with? It's Pastor George Ewing. 
All right, then. God bless you, there, Pastor. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Okay. Well, God bless you. Thank okay. you very much, and we're looking forward to speaking with you again. And God bless you. Okay. Okay, so thank you so much. Thank you. With the media. All right, again. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, what a great interview that we had that with Pastor Wynn. Amen. That he had just called in there from uh, DRC Congo, I believe that's what we have here. The Wynn. Amen. So he's a, uh, he's a, he's what our first guest today. And so the time difference is a little bit, you know, it's evening now in the, uh, in the African continent, continent. So uh, I thank God for they, them spending their time with us here, how they made themselves available to be our guest on the program. And we had another caller that came in, and he uh, he dropped out, so hopefully he'll call us back here. And we asked him to call back right now, so we're just going to just sit back and just uh, and just wait on that call. But we pray that you enjoyed that, uh, that interview there with Pastor D. Witt from the Congo. And he was stressing to us about how important the gospel was to those young men and women over there. His ministry is geared up towards orphans and those less fortunate. He's at the outskirts of town. And he said, hey, when we are sharing the gospel, we're sitting up under trees. Well, they don't have a, a, a structured place like we do. Amen. So well, we have our guest calling right now. Good morning, Pastor. How you doing? God bless you. You surprised me. I was looking for you to be on the internet, but this is even better here. Amen. So we have our we have Pastor on the line. Introduce yourself and tell us where you're coming from and tell us about your ministry. Hello. Yes, go ahead, Pastor. I hear you. Yes, I can hear you. Tell us about your ministry. God bless you. I can hear you right now. I can see you here on, on WhatsApp. God bless you for calling in. Uh, tell us about your ministry. Yes, Pastor. What are you doing at this time? In the, uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead and talk. I can hear you. Yes, yes. Um, I'm the founder and the president of a charity called the Restore Uganda Ministries. Yes, go ahead and tell us about that ministry. Uh, which are basically, uh, this charity is, um, it cares for the children who are abandoned, um, the orphaned children, um, the women who are widows and the vulnerable children. And at the same time, uh, we do church empowering through uh, discipleship, doing uh, Bible distribution, um, conferences, and other things like seminars. Now, how many kids are you working with at a given time, Pastor? Yes, how many? Yeah, we have children, children on our program right now that we do directly support, but we have supported more than 50 children in the whole entire time of the COVID-19 crisis. Well, God bless you. God bless you. Now, what when you support yeah. when you support the kids, what kind of resources are you needing or do you use to support the kids? Is it clothes, education, food, or what? What are you doing with the kids? Uh, our ministry through that, 
God bless you. God bless you. And um, and if anyone like to support what you're doing, what's a contact number or email that they can reach out to you and support what you're doing in the ministry? Because you're doing a great job. Wow, it's a blessing. It's a blessing, Pastor. Because of uh, what God is doing for us, we are, uh, we are being able to keep on doing what we are doing with uh, this ministry has been in the operations for the last five years, and God led me to begin running this um, uh, when I had just finished my university as a young man. Uh, the, the Spirit of God, uh, you know, led me and spoke to me clearly about this, and I had to respond. And also the other part, we uh, we, we do uh, the church empowering or church planting. Right now we have about three churches that we are trying to God bless you. That's great. That's great. Uh, now, are you in the city or are you in the rural area? and 
Okay. Now on the on the machines, do they do? Are you training them, or do they sell do they sell the uh, items that they make also after they make the the items? Do they sell them too? Oh, that's great. That, are, uh, yeah, that is a chicken library where we have the books for children when you get them on Saturday, sitting with them, encouraging them, teaching them in education and also spiritually. So that is our store of the books. And uh, that is uh, our coordination place where uh, the staff, Daniel, is seated on the computer. If you see him there, he's seated and he's still working, trying to figure out a few things. <laughs> hey, this, this is great, pal. I'm so glad. We have, we have, we, we have our training board, which is the white board there, as you see. We host the workshops, we host the, uh, the, the staff meetings, and we have everything there. And so, uh, thank you, Pastor. God bless you so much. That is a quick tour of what we are doing. And uh, we are blessed to be in touch with many people globally. Well, and uh, we believe God for partnerships. We believe God for divine connections. God bless you. We're looking forward to speaking again. Again, Pastor, your name and where you're located at in case someone just came in. Yeah, we're located in Uganda, Arua, Uganda. Our Congo, well, God bless you. We'll be talking later, okay? Thank you, God bless you. Oh, what a, God bless you. Oh, what a great interview that we had there with Pastor John from Uganda. Amen. And uh, you know what? I'm excited about this. So this is our second interview for today here, and we have another gentleman that's going to come up, Pastor Austin from Kenya. He's going to come up here in a few minutes here, but we have a call on the line here. I think this is Evangelist. Donna, hello, Evangelist. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. I hope that you were able to uh, listen in on our conversation. He called me on what uh, WhatsApp app, so I kind of transferred it over. But uh, uh, Prophet John from Uganda was giving us uh, 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 some detailed information regarding his ministry. And he also uh, had a video, and he was showing us about his uh, training room and and what he had set up mm. for, the, uh, for the young ladies that he had. Are you familiar with Pastor John in Uganda? Um, not very much, but the name sounds very familiar to me. Although I'm not very familiar with the work, um, I feel like I know him. I feel like I have heard about him. But then again, I haven't been in Uganda for many years, so <laughs> I'm okay. not very sure. What, what, in his training room, he was showing me where he was teaching the ladies on, on sewing. He had a couple of sewing uh, machines yes. available and had a bag yes. And so That is a very common thing in that. Uganda. Excuse me? That is a very common training in Uganda. A lot of people now, use it to promote, yeah, to help people to be independent, to get their uh, businesses going, and so they train them how to sew. And once you train them how to sew, they can stand on their own. Oh, that's great! That's great. And and as they, now the the, uh, the things that they sew together, they're able to sell, right? to support the ministry and to support their livelihood? They can, uh, but that depends on whether or not they have capital to buy the materials. For the most part, when they learn how to sew, they repair people's clothes or people's things that need repairing. So for them to be able to do something like that, they will require to have more um, they will have require to have the the market. They will have, require to have the capital where they have the materials available for them to sew and then sell. So if it's for the church, then the church will have to really put in money to get those items, to get those uh, materials for them to sew in order to sell. But if they're able to sew, they are, they definitely can sell for some good amount of money because that's one of the most thing, um, important things people do in Uganda, which is you know sewing. It's a common thing. It's not easy because you have to have somebody to train you, and so you have to pay money to get trained and to learn how to sew. And then, of course, from there, you have to get a machine if you're going to stand on your own. 
or work for somebody. But either way, getting trained to sew, it's a very important thing back home. So that, that is one way to help women. There are some projects like that that help women to sew. They help them to farm and other things, which is, it has made a very big impact in Uganda. Oh, that's great. Now, now I was speaking with you earlier this week, and you said that you were doing a training for your representatives. What do that training consist of? Since you have me, uh, since we're here today, and that way someone would know exactly what's going on. Cause we had a great interview last week, and, and, um, and some people would like to know more about your ministry. Um, I was calling to just listen, but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so the training that we do back home, I mean, with the women, for us, it's not just in Uganda. It's international. And yes. so when we have these missions, like we have professionals come in to talk to women. We have among our representatives, those who are qualified, and they are professionals, you know, um, they, they come and speak and motivate these women. We have people who bring in materials to show them what to do. So we do a lot of things. We train them uh, not only to be independent, money man- management, um, to, to know how to get up as women and stand on their own and support their homes. And so we give them training. We have some little funds that we, for those who are women leaders in the churches that need to go further in education, we do a lot of things, although that's not too much because we don't always have those funds available. But when we do, we usually look for those who apply that would want to further their education only for a, a course for a certain period of time. And that course will motivate them, you know, to help the ministry grow further. Um, so and we train our women to be leaders in church. So we have women leadership uh, conferences and um, seminars where we have different speakers from different countries come and speak to them and motivate them. And they come with their own um, presentations and materials to boost these women up. So we really do a lot of things. Oh, that's cool. And, you know, and, and since we're in the midst of this pandemic, is it more challenging to bring about that training or is it a lot easier? What is your the challenges that you have uh, that you have facing you now since we can't meet on a regular basis in person? It has been challenging since March. We haven't, that we canceled two missions in two different countries since March. Um, and so this, including, you know, the coming months, which we are supposed to have another mission in Kenya, we cancel these missions because we cannot gather and we cannot train them if we don't gather. This is Africa where it's not easy to have a virtual training, you know, or a virtual conference. And so for now, we are not doing anything until everything clears up. However, we still have them um, active because we, we still have them going, you know, feeding and, and preaching to these people one-on-one. They go door to door. They have, you know, uh, different things going on to keep them motivated, even if they are not, you know, because we want to keep them interested and we want to keep them online so that they don't give up and just, you know, feel like, okay, so nothing is happening right now. So we, they, you know, on a daily basis have them uh, involved because we have platforms on WhatsApp. We have different platforms, including a women platform that has over 40 countries on it. And so these women every day, they come on and they have conversations with one another and they talk about what they are doing, what they should do, who's doing what and how they can get involved. So they are still motivated. But we're looking forward to when things open up because we can now go out there and get, you know, to do things that we can't do right now. So this has been challenging. This has been challenging for us. Um, but at the same time, it's not just us. <laughs> it's in a pandemic that's you know happening everywhere, and we have to deal with that. It has, in a way, set us back somehow, but uh, we are looking forward to the next move when it's over. Yes, yes, and eventually it's going to be over with. Now tell me now, because you're unable to and you and the ministry can't go out and do the things that you're accustomed to, how much of a gap has been it being developed because we're unable to meet the needs of the men and women in which I was ministering. We we actually do. We're still getting to meet the needs. We're still getting to work harder, even though we don't have uh, ministers from different countries flying to different countries. We have particular countries because we have a list and we have a schedule. And so we have every week a, a country that is involved, and they go out there with their teams and they do things. 
you know. So we are not really like um, not doing anything. We're just not able to travel to those countries to join the others and do what we usually do. But they were still doing our job, you know, as far as um, still feeding and, and ministering and preaching the gospel and stuff. We have those countries go, you know, do every single week. Hey, man, that's a blessing. And the reason uh, someone just uh, emailed me and asked me about that, are, they still, are you still able to do the ministry? And I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, now, uh, again, give us some information. Someone would like to be a part of what you're doing. You know, we talked in stint extensively last week, but since I have Yoda here as my co-host today until our next guest calls up, just tell us, give us some contact information in case someone want to reach out to you and want to be a part of this international ministry. Yes, of course. Uh, first of all, you um, go to our website, which is unomi.com, U-N-O-M-I.com. That's U-N-O-M-I.com. Uh, sorry, not .com, .us. <laughs> I apologize. It's U-N-O-M-I dot U-S, not dot com. So when you go to Nomi dot U-S, uh, you will go through the website, just get to explore everything that's going on in our ministry. Um, on the bottom of that page, of, of, of the first page, you will find a, um, an application. It's, not, it's, it's a little a form that you fill out and you mail that to us and we'll get back to you. And if you want to be a part of our ministry, you indicate it in that. You can, you know, make a note. There is a place where you make a note and you say, I would like to be a part of your ministry. And we can, you know, give you a call back, have some discussions, tell you about what to expect um, and what to be expected of you. And if you are okay with what we're doing, then we can add you on to our platforms, introduce you to these nations, um, and then you become a part of. And so as a member of, or, or as a representative of our organization, you have um, benefits like traveling all over the world from one nation to another with our group, with our team, to minister. For the, you know, you're traveling for the work of God. And so you get a chance to meet, the, you know, different cultures and, you know, get to minister Jesus Christ to them. You get to, you know, see what the world is out there in, you know, in, in a Christian world, which is different from here. And um, as a member, you know, there are a lot of things that we will learn. We have trainings going on. Like right now we have a virtual leadership training going on for the next uh, five weeks. And so we have a lot of things going on. You have an opportunity to serve on the board of committee. You have opportunities to serve other nations. There are a lot of positions we have. If you're you know, interested, we always have something you know, coming up for you to do. And uh, you can, if you want to donate to the ministry, you can still go on the website and just click donate, and it will take you to the PayPal, and you can pay on there. Um, so you, there is a lot to do in our ministry. You can be one of our representatives and just, you know, we get to send you to um, carry the word or just go, you know, be a part of those who are serving the poor, um, the children, you know, the women, whatever you want to be a part of. It's a very great opportunity to serve. And I tell you, once you are part of this ministry, you will, be, you, will feel, you will feel fulfilled. That's what I hear from everyone that joins us. It's rewarding. It's remarkable. It's such an interesting way to serve God. So please come on, be a part of us, um, of United Network of Ministries International. We also have Facebook pages. One is the uh, Dina Nachagaba. Um, you can go on that. You can go to United Network of Ministries International and just check on that and be a part of us. Amen, amen. You know, you gave me uh, a lot of information last week, and I'm really gleaming off of that, and I hate that we don't have that recording available. But how many different nations are you uh, uh, are you with, are you able to represent? I know we had 13 uh, represented last week, but it, it, how many nations overall are you able to minister with? We have, um, we have 40 nations. We have 39 nations. Uh, but on the women platform, we have 40 nations. So we have more <laughs> on the women, um, the things we do with women than any other thing. But in general, we have 39 nations that we deal with. And we have representatives in each one of these nations. 
Oh, that's great. You know, I see the imbalance in it. Even here in the States, when it's come to ministry, women are more active and more engaged in ministry than men. Yes. I don't know why, yes. but it just happens that way. Well, now, if you your... remember, um, during the death of Jesus Christ, everyone was concerned, but Mary Magdalene was, you know, more um, more attached. Women usually are more attached when it comes to the things of God than any other person. And I know, you know, men are too, but for some reason, we really want to be there. We want to do something. We want to we wanna be a part of. We want to get engaged. We want to get involved. There is something about women in serving Christ. And so, it's, you know, we see women in this ministry very active. And we have men who are so active and so involved and just, you know, I mean, up and going for the things of God and burning for the word. Uh, but women are usually, even in churches, like they are everywhere. They want to be a part of everything, which is a very good opportunity um, for us women to be able to serve. So, yeah, women are usually... Um, I don't know. I don't want to say more <laughs> because the men, are, it's the same thing with men. But, you know, something about women and serving God. Something about and, women and serving God. And that's so true because even in our ministry, we have, I have more women that's involved in the jail and in the prison and in the street and the men that yeah, come along but not as is not as willing as the women's, and I, and, you know, yeah. and, and my heart goes out to the men's because God is calling men to be leaders. But if a man is not able to do it or won't do it, God, a yeah, raise a woman up and do it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I think about Deborah. <laughs> Deborah in Genesis, you know, she she sitting there, she was you know judged, but then man won't go up, won't step up, then a God will call for exactly. a woman to step up, and we and exactly. we honor women for doing that. You know, y'all are exactly. our exactly. You know, it's, you know, till we get ourselves together, so uh, we thank God. Yeah. Now, when you're doing your training, I have other guests that are going to be calling here in just a few minutes here. And so when you're okay. doing your training, now, is your training, is it pretty well the same for men and women, or is it section or what? Yes. what or, go ahead. It is the same. However, women require more. Because men, for the most part, they are wiser in other things to start. Women need to be boosted a lot of times. They need to, you know, to know something before they start on it. They need to be um, educated more. I'm talking, you know, in Africa, in these other countries and stuff. And so I don't want someone to feel like, you know, I'm putting women down. I'm a woman and I'm a leader. And so, and I know I didn't just, you know, I needed a little boost. Um, I needed to be motivated. But once I got started, I got started. You know, and so these women, they women need more. Um, they need more materials. They need more because they have more questions. Now with the men, it's very easy once you present something to them. You know, that's it. And so, you know, the, the women usually have questions for years to come for what if and what, you know, what if. So we see way beyond. Usually when you present something to a man, it's right there, they're up, they're going. And so that's the difference. Um, with men, we have the leadership trainings and uh, we have these, you know, uh, seminars where they come and, you know, just learn to get further, uh, you know, to get ahead in their ministries. But with women, the trainings are more intense. And so that's the difference. Although we give them the same opportunities, we don't have many men showing up, you know, for those trainings. And so we focus when we have those uh, uh, seminars, we do more seminars for women. And for men, we just do the leadership, you know, um, seminars and, and just annual seminars and, you know, um, where they just come and, you know, learn more and just, you know, get further just to get ahead, to hear from people who have more experience than them. And so, but we have the same opportunities for everyone, just a little different. I don't know if that even made sense. <laughs> it did in my mind. So we do have, you know, a lot of opportunities for training, really. Um, and it's not just training. We gather together. We get to know each other. We get to share. Um, some of these countries, like they talk, we have, you know, we, we have platforms and virtual, you know, platforms and stuff, but they don't get to meet for years. And so when we get to meet, I mean, we get to meet, like they get to meet each other for the first time after, you know, 
um, a long time. And so, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity to be able to create such things for everybody. And it's not yes, always it easy, though. It is. It is. Well, we have our easy. next guest on the line here. Pastor oh, good. Uh, Austin here, he's calling in, and he's going to uh, share with us what's going on in the ministry. So just hold on, kick back, enjoy this interview, and we'll be back with okay. you shortly. Morning, Pastor. All right. Okay, then we're bringing them on now. We just lost them a few minutes ago, so. You have so. Uh, a Pastor Deward. Okay, we so we have on on the line right now. Good morning, Pastor. Okay. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> Thank you for being my guest this morning. Yes, uh, everything in Dallas. Everything is going well, going well. I'm excited about having you be on the program this morning. Please introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us what's going on in the ministry or where you are. Okay, you're in Kenya, Africa. Now, what are you uh, what are you doing in the ministry? I got some notes here, but tell our listening audience about your ministry and what God is doing to you this season. Yes, what, 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 we do, what we do in Kenya, Kenya is in East Africa. We deal with the community, Okay, what are some of the projects that you have going on at this time? That we have done, we have supported vulnerable girls to get some sanitary towels. We have participated in schools, uh, planting trees. We have supported communities by ensuring they have some clean water. But all is not enough. We still need more support. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Now, are you in the city or are you in the rural area, Pastor? So what is a what is a, a daily what is a, 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 a regular ministry day for you and your ministry? Okay, in our foundation, what we do every day is that when we wake up, we visit our our, our community. We empower them to do good work. Some of them are farmers. Some of them are uh, people doing small small business in in our foundation. Hey man, and on the small business, are they able to uh, get training or what? What's uh, what's that detail? Okay, the, the ones that we have, we have various uh, call, uh, called CBOs, entrepreneurship. We also get uh, various groups from religious groups to come and, and share the gospel. Hey man, what are, what are some of the greatest needs that you need in your ministry at this time? We know everybody have different needs. What well, what are some of the things that you're petitioning heaven for on behalf of the ministry? Okay, currently what we have we have that we only uh, get from the community, though it's not enough, but it keeps us going by the power of God. Yeah, hey man, hey man, is your ministry is it um to uh, uh is it uh for the women, the men, or for our people? Because you know we are based in rural, and in rural the population is very high. Okay, okay. God bless you. God bless you. And now, if someone would like to uh, help you and reach out to you in this ministry, could you give us a contact information? Okay, if, if somebody wants to reach me, we have an email and we have my personal number. That is plus two five four. Okay. Yes, I have your number here. Yes. Uh, amen, amen. Pastor, you know, man, you have been talking for about a week or so, and I'm very excited about uh, what you have been sharing with me regarding the ministry here. Could you tell us something about the greatest joy that you have in this particular ministry? The greatest joy that we have in our foundation is that we transform lives. When, when, when we see, we help people, then people appreciate that the power of God is in them. We feel very much happy. Amen. God bless you. God bless. And that's the same thing we hear up here. Now, if someone would uh, uh, like to support what you're doing, now we you did give out that information. Do you have a uh, Facebook page, or email, or anything? Yes, we have the email. The email is is is, is in 
Uh, yes, yes, I do have that. I do have it, and I, I like to link it to our program today. Okay, I'm not going to hold you up, Pastor. Well, I sure appreciate you calling me, and thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I'm going to stay in touch with you because you know uh, I think we'll develop a great friendship here over WhatsApp and what you're doing. Well, God bless you again. What's your name, Pastor? Where you're located? So I listen to audience to know who you, who you are. I'm called I'm called Osno Diamba. I'm in Kenya, based in rural. God bless you. Kenya is in East Africa, in Africa. Yes, sir. God bless you. May uh, we pray that one day we get to meet again. We get to meet in person. You are highly welcomed. After the COVID, you are highly welcome to Kenya, so that you can also see our people. <laughs> God bless you. You you have a blessed day in the Lord. Okay. All right. Well, God bless you. We're going to reach out to you, okay? Thank you so much. All right. God bless you. Oh, what a great interview that we have with Pastor Austin. Amen. Amen. Evangelist. Hello? Hello? Yes, Evangelist. How you doing? Did you hear the interview? Yes, I did. Okay, great, great. And uh, Pastor Austin there in Kenya there, he was uh, telling us about his ministry. And because of the uh, the distance, we don't, we're not going to allow, you know, have them to be on very long because we honor their time for being a part of what we're doing. And again, we honor yeah. you. We thank you for being a. We thank you for being a part of what we're doing. How you are continually to stay in touch and that you're assisting me in Amen. this effort here. So God bless you. Amen. Thank you. God bless you too. Now, are you familiar with Pastor Austin there in Kenya? No, I'm not. Oh, okay, well, that's, that, just, that just gives you a reason to broaden your territory. <laughs> yeah, we have you our representatives in Kenya. You spoke to okay. one of them last weekend. Yes, I did. And, and speaking of that yeah. now, I would like you, once your training is over, we spoke earlier, but I would like you to get together a few more of your representatives. Maybe we can just do five at a time. So we don't have such a, a you know, a stress on on trying to get in touch with them or anything. And we would sure. just like to keep this up front so people know what's going on. And then next year, you know, we pray we're able to get a group of people to go over there and just support what's going on. That would be because, wonderful. Yeah, because that'll I think be wonderful. Kind of yeah. that we've been called a shelter in place, but God has given us a new vision. Evangelist, mm. you know. What we was doing is was already a great thing that God wants to get he wants to give us a fresh vision. And this may be something yeah. that someone may have been praying on. And we're always asking people, come, come with us. Come, let's go so you can see, you know, what we're doing. Come be a part of it, you know. It's, it's, there is a yes. difference when you are there, when you actually see what's going on. Yes, it is. So, yeah. yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. I hadn't been and I was scheduled to go this year because of the pandemic. I could not go. Yeah. I'm going to Uganda, so. I still have my airline mm. ticket. I still have reservations, so I'm looking forward to going. And also, uh, we realized that there's some things that we had to put in place with the passport and the and getting the shots yeah. and these and things. But maybe next yeah. time uh, we are on the program, you can talk to us about that and let people and kind okay. of walk people through the uh, you know through the process. That would be wonderful. Well, great. God bless you. And, well, this is the end of our program. Thank you very much. And we're looking forward to speaking with you again. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor Lewis. Be blessed. Uh, be blessed. Have a great day. Mm. You too. Bye-bye. God bless you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a great interview that we yeah. had this morning here with our guest this morning. Now, with, uh, Pastor John from Kenya, Pastor D. Witt from DR Congo. And Pastor also from Kenya also. So he was telling us things about their ministry. They was letting us know how to value in it of of helping someone. You know, I like to say help change your life in Jesus' name. You know, I didn't get here overnight. I didn't get here by myself because of men and women for like a like passion. Someone prayed for me. Someone had me on their mind. Someone spent a little time going before God on my behalf. And it, and in turn he Jesus said oh, Word in the softness of his voice, he said, Now go ye therefore 
you know, that's oh man, that's come you mean tell me you could use me too? You mean tell me that I can be valuable? <laughs> yes, you can. And I encourage you today. You we heard the our guest this morning. I was uh program is entitled My Brother's Keeper. Go ye therefore and tell somebody about somebody in the name of Jesus Christ that can help everybody. And you could be a part of a great ministry. We thank you. We thank you again that you listen to Free on the Inside podcast. I title our program, My Brother's Keeper. Looking forward to talking with you again. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Gracious Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for this day that's not promised to the Lord as we are we're able to share things concerning you, dear Lord. We pray that some heart, some mind, some soul was being touched, dear Lord. How we were able to reach out of our own comfort zone, dear Lord, and reach into the needs of someone else. What a mighty God you are, dear Lord. How these men, dear Lord, that you have purpose for such a time as this, dear Lord, is doing the great thing, uh, great work in the ministry. We ask you to encourage them, to be with them, get them the resources that they need in such a time as this. The Lord, after all has been said and done, let them have an amen, hallelujah, of how good you've been to them. Dear Lord, our God, as we think about ministry, as we think about the world of prayer, let us realize that we're not in this alone, dear Lord, that you're ever present with us, dear Lord, that you are never putting more on us than we can bear. Precious Lord, we pray for the individual ministries. We pray, dear Lord, that you continue to show yourself mighty, to show yourself strong. We pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah.